Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Live Mike. I am Lee Lonsberry, episode 60 today of this new program here. I got a text message uh, reminding me not to touch my face, which I think I have done a few times during this commercial break. I mentioned earlier Dave and Debbie have this uh, quick cut video where they took every instance where they touched uh, their faces through the program, uh, put it back to back to back to back. Uh, You can find that on their Facebook page and on Twitter right now. Uh, And it got me thinking, oh my gosh, I on these airwaves am telling people, wash your hands, don't touch your eyes, your nose, don't touch your face. Uh, And I sit here doing it constantly. So if you have occasion, if you are sitting at work or wherever, not on the road, though, uh, just dip into our our program via the KSL News Radio app. We have cameras here looking in on the studio. And if you catch me uh, touching my face, breaking uh, the rule, uh, not following the advice that I'm sharing with you, uh, send me a text message, 57500, chastise me. Uh, Anyway, the question came in. Would you please share some of those numbers you mentioned earlier on in the show? Uh, the, the question there is in reference to some of the global numbers regarding the coronavirus. There uh, was a press conference this morning hosted by state epidemiologist Angela Dunn alongside the governor where they shared uh, information specifically related to a second case here in the state of Utah. They did so in front of a giant infographic. Uh, And I got so curious because the information I was seeing over the shoulder was absolutely fascinating and comprehensive uh, that I went digging to see if I could track down uh, that infographic. And it turns out it's much more uh, than just a graphic. It's one of those GIS websites uh, that leverages uh, global positioning uh, technology and uh, geography and such like that. Anyway, what it does is it gives you a window into the data. We know how many total confirmed cases worldwide, 116,146. Unfortunately, too, you can uh, see a real-time tracking of the number of deaths worldwide. That number right now stands at 4,088. And on the plus side, uh, there is a real-time number of those who have recovered uh, worldwide. That number stands at 64,385. You can also uh, manipulate a map. Uh, of the world, which shows those uh, kind of infection-type circles. The larger the circle, the more concentrated uh, the area. Uh, Very lucky here in Utah, the circle is very, very small, just two confirmed cases here in the state. But there are other uh, parts of the world where, unfortunately, the circles are larger, the concentrations are higher. If you're interested in that type of data, if it uh, gives you any comfort to know something about this uh, virus as it spreads uh, around the world, uh, you can find that at my Facebook page, uh, right now, Lee Lonsberry on Facebook with so many questions unanswered about this coronavirus. At least for me, I take a little bit of comfort in uh, knowing some of the details, some of the facts uh, and tangible figures. And that's available at the Lee Lonsberry Facebook page. Check it out. Uh, in studio right now, I am joined 
by KSL investigative reporter uh, Matt Gephardt. You took a look at traveler insurance or travel insurance. Yeah. What is that and what did you learn? Travel insurance, well, it's, you have to be careful with the term insurance because that gets into some legal things. It's more okay. travel protection, oh, I guess. Good. But uh, um, I, I was admonished as I was working on the story. Okay. But uh, it, it, it basically has to do with a, a policy you can buy, like an insurance policy, that will cover you in the case you have to cancel. And uh, we were basically looking at because, you know, as, as this thing is spreading and there's so much unknown and you, you referenced that press conference earlier today where they still are saying the risk to Utah is low and the risk to the country at all tends to be generally low. So but now is the time, right, that we're thinking about our summer vacations. Now is the time that, you know, are we looking at booking that trip in August with our family to Hawaii? Um, is it going to be safe? What happens if this thing balloons or explodes between now and then? So we just wanted to basically look at what what. Will these policies protect you from, and more importantly, what will they not protect you from? Right. Uh, and you you spoke to someone, a fascinating character, yes. uh, Larry Gelwick. Yeah. Now, you, folks listening, you may recognize that name for any number of reasons. He's been around forever. He is an incredible character. He owns a travel agency. Uh, that's his day job. Columbus Travel. Columbus Travel. He's also uh, was for so long the rugby coach at Highland High School. Yes. Uh, so winningest rugby coach like in what – the history of the universe. Uh, so impressive was his career there that they made a movie about it. Yeah, uh, forever strong. Uh, but he, again, making reference to his day job, you sat down with Mr. Gelwicks yep. uh, and talked about uh, some of his insight when it comes to this uh, travel protection. Yeah, and and he, to be clear, he pushes it hard. He used the analogy of. You hope to never, ever make a claim on your car insurance, uh, but you wouldn't dream of driving without it. Um, as I say this to many people driving around right now listening to this. you know, sure. So he, he makes the same analogy of, of travel insurance. Why wouldn't you? It, do, it generally doesn't cost much. But a couple of important differences with regard to the coronavirus with COVID-19 is many of these insurance policies kind of cover things c- – cover the unexpected, if you will. Right. So – Oh, no, I've broken my leg and I can no longer travel. Oh, no, I've come down with the flu. I can no longer travel. Oh, no, mom passed away. I can no longer travel. Those sorts of things, unexpected things. And one important thing about the coronavirus is it's now worldwide uh, – you can't use the word pandemic, but uh, but worldwide uh, uh, disease. Everyone knows sure. about it. It's very well known, right? Um, which means it's no longer an unknown. So right. a lot of these standard insurance policies won't cover you. Um, so he is right now telling people who are worried specifically about coronavirus they should be looking for policies that are cancel for any reason policies. Ah. And those come with catches that are important. You, know, you usually have to book those about the same time you book your trip. Um, they also tend to not necessarily give you all of your money back. They'll be give you like 75 cents on the dollar. Um, and they also tend to be a little bit more expensive, he says. But those are the ones if you're worried about booking that trip to Hawaii and being out, my gosh, the entire trip if all of a sudden they say you can't travel or – Again, this really came down to a lot of what if you just don't want to travel? What if you and your spouse wake up the morning of the trip and are like, man, there's been an outbreak in Hawaii. I don't want to go. Uh, That's the coverage that would would give you more coverage, certainly. I know a lot of folks who have just eaten the cost that they are eating the expense that they put into trips. We spoke uh, just yesterday to uh, Jenny Taylor, who was planning to travel to Italy with her daughter. And, uh, you know, they're just going to say, nah, you know. It's a little too risky. Yeah. I, I myself, I haven't made the purchase quite yet, but uh, I've got this new nephew out in New York City right now, not too far from the, the quarantine yeah. circle put in place by uh, Governor Cuomo out there, and I'm certainly postponing that. No, uh, and it, it makes you think, and we're working on a, a, a related but different story for a KSL 5 TV today at 6 p.m., uh, where I'm looking at the numbers. There's been a lot of analysis done, analogies to kind of the Spanish flu, and let's be clear, this isn't the Spanish flu 
for one thing, we have much better medicine than we did in 1918. Sure. But also, you know, the Spanish flu, the reason that one was so tragic uh, was because it attacked everyone. You know, it didn't seem to discriminate much between elderly, babies, sick, you know— a healthy 22-year-old was just as likely to die from these, this thing. Right. Wiped so, out nearly a third of the world's population. Yeah, hor- horrible, horrible disease to be sure, and that's not what this is. Right. That said, um, there were some important things we can learn from that. For example, how cities that did lockdowns fared compared to cities that didn't do lockdowns. Oh, fascinating. How Utah did. It re- we found some really interesting stuff about how Utah did um, compared to, you know, it, Utah was, it was, as you heard these health officials say today, Utah is in a low risk. We're still considered low risk. Guess what? We were also low risk with the Spanish flu. In fact, there were a lot of people – we went back and looked at old D News uh, articles. A lot of people who said, like, we may – it may skip Salt Lake City altogether. It just isn't here. It seems to be – we all were very aware it was devastating the rest of the country and the rest of the world, but it wasn't here until very, very late in the flu season. Fascinating. Uh, Matt Gappart, sir, I'm grateful to you for your reporting. Looking forward to tonight's uh, uh, tonight's story. That's a fascinating stuff. Yeah. And, and as listeners know, and producer Amy knows well, I'm a nerd for old newspaper stuff. <laughs> if, if I can find an excuse to comb through the archives, I'll take it. Yeah, uh, the microfiche. It's nice having the microfiche. I just had to go right upstairs. It's a piece yeah, of cake. Outstanding. So. Uh, Matt Gappart, Part. Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks, uh, listen, we're going to continue our coverage of this issue throughout the day. Uh, I'm going to bring you some of those numbers as they develop uh, worldwide and here in the state of Utah. If you want to follow along uh, Lee Lonsberry Facebook page, go check that out. The site is absolutely fascinating. Uh, that site, uh, the one referenced by the state epidemiologist and the governor today as they were giving a report on the, the state of Utah. Uh, there are other numbers out there and available to you. In the next segment, we're going to take a break from the coronavirus, though, and talk about a gentleman named Philo T. Farnsworth. You recognize that name? Hopefully you do. If you don't, I'll educate you next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.